Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Good morning. We are on page Tuf Samech Beis, uh, about six lines, uh, six, seven lines down. The uh, first word on the line is Bezeh, Bezeh She'enu Meir Gilui Or Vakoyach. Um, we are we are dealing with a a complicated issue, complicated a complicated story. The relationship, the processes of rectification that occur in this world, and in the Jew in particular, humanity in particular, um, through Nefeshelikis through the relationship of sparks of Kedusha, Nefshelikis, Shem, Ban, with the uh, stuff of which the world is made, which is, for the most part, Klippus Neugier. Shalosh Klippus Timaeus is not part of the picture here. The example we're using, (coughs) of course, is the the individual, the the person. The person has a twofold spiritual personality. On the one hand, there's the Nefshabamis, which is the actual perceptivity of the person, the personality of the person, the, it's the person. The, we are the Nefshavamis, is clear from Tanya. We have a Nefshavakis. Nefshavakis is something, for the most part, we are not immediately and directly aware of. Um, its effect is, for the most part, hidden. Uh, the question and the, the, the problem, I won't say the, the, the issue, is the Beer, the rectification. How does one rectify? How is the nefshabamis, which is klipas noiga, for that matter, guf, the things which are involved in guf, physical things, physical objects in this world, how are they rectified? How are they going to become a dear toktonim? How is that going to happen? Uh, what are we dealing with here? What is the world all about? What is physicality all about? What is the nefshabamis all about? What's about klipas noiga? Klipas noiga is a, a big helm vahester. There's no question about it. Gives the impression of autonomy, independence, palpability, substance, messias, call it what you like. A thing is a thing. That's what it is. And what the face it shows you, if it's a stone, it shows you the face of a stone. A tree will show you a tree. A person will show you a, a person. Um, that is its, the, its dimensions um, in accordance with this idea of Klippesnoige. It appears independent. It appears autonomous. Uh, it appears that there is no intrinsic holiness associated with it. It's just a part of the world. It's, it's something, something worldly. Well, of course, um, that can't be the case. There can be nothing without some intrinsic holiness, no matter how concealed, no matter how hidden. Uh, actually, in, in our studies, this was a long, long time ago, um, the Rebbe discussed uh, even Scholz Klipp's Timaeus. Um, there has to be something there, because if there weren't, it wouldn't be. It's as simple as that. So the question is, how does one uh, bring out this holiness, reveal it, make the reality of that object, be it an Efshabamis and Guf or whatever, into the holiness which is its, it has a potential for? Um, and this brings us into the relationship of Nefshelikis and Efshabamis. The Nefshelikis is holy. Uh, it does not require tikkun, does not require rectification of any sort. It comes into the world to assist, to rectify, to be mavarer, the nefshabamis. Now, we have to be careful here, because the beer could come in one of two ways. The beer could come by virtue of the nefshelikis. For example, the Rebbe, we, this is what we ended with last time. 
Nefesh when case comes in the world, it, it, it uh, becomes, uh, it engages in a guf in Nefesh but it's not maluvish in Nefesh It remain, It maintains itself as an identifiable being, uh, and it is nispoil, it is, uh, has a, a tremendous espialis, a tremendous ratzoi, an avoida of, of desire and yearning and ava, um, which brings an intense light, which makes it glow, which, which reveals its light with great intensity. Nefshavam is sitting right next door, right, right beside it, and this light inundates the Nefshavamis. So you say, well, it, look at this. The Nefshavamis now has become wholly like the Nefshavamis, al-Kiss, at least for the moment. It's inundated, it's overwhelmed, it's, it's permeated through this intense light of the Avaita of the Nefshel Kis, pure of Nefshel Kis, not Nefshel Bahamas. And therefore, B'derach Mamela, the light flows over from the right side of the heart to the left side of the heart, however you want to look at it. <clears throat> it, it sanctifies, it elevates, it illuminates the Nefshel Bahamas, the Nefshel Bahamas becomes something pure and holy in and of itself. That's called Ishapcha. It changes, it's a radical change, it reverts to something holy. That's not beer, it's not a real beer. They use the Lushen of beer, but the beer is entirely Mitzad Nefshel Kis. What we refer to beer, the eker of beer, the kavana of beer, is not that some force of holiness will parachute in and save the day, but rather that the the klippus noyga, which is problematic, the area, the the thing which requires beer itself, will perform the beer. The nefshabamis is not waiting to receive a, a free gift of illumination and kedusha from outside itself. It has to work because it has within itself a nitzutz. And after all, first of all, it's klippus neige. Neige has that dimension, some dimension of kedusha. It has a nitzutz within it. And therefore the idea is to make that nitzutz, to isolate it, to identify it, isolate it, make it the reality from within. That the avoided the, the, the was done by the nefshavamis itself. So how does the nefshavamis come into play? Because the nefshavamis does not have the spiritual wherewithal to perform this beer without help uh, and illumination from the Nefshabamis, uh, from the Nefshalikis. So the Nefshalikis becomes a maluvish in Nefshabamis, literally hidden in Nefshabamis. Most of us are totally unaware of the Nefshalikis. It's hidden and concealed within. But its influence is there, the small, still voice of the Nefshalikis is there, and it's talking. And the Nefshabamis, after all, there is something called Nefshasichlis, which is more or less the Seichel of Nefshabamis, the good of the Klippus Neuge, which has an ear for this kind of Lushen. So the Nefshalikis has to not reveal itself as it is and, and have its own Avaita and its own Aliyah and its own Beer, but it has to gauge its illumination uh, such that it is receivable by the Nefshabamis, that it is useful to the Nefshabamis. It has become very much diminished, very much enclosed, very much reduced. Again, we've used the example before, like Albert Einstein teaching, uh, you know, a five-year-old algebra class. Well, then five-year-olds don't take algebra. A high school algebra class. Um, it's not him. He has to come down to their level. He has to be a high school student. He has to talk high school student talk. He has to talk things that will engage them, which they can understand, which will enter their minds. And this will cause them to start to change, to become mathematical thinkers of sorts. So the Nefshabamis is exerting itself uh, through the influence of Nefshalikis. We've talked about this. These are in Yonim, which are shy to Nefshabamis, the whole concept of of. Uh, of, of, of 
Matthias, Devar Havai, which is the source and, and, and the essence of all being, the concept of Hislapsus, the concept of Mamali Kalam, and whatever is Shaykh to Oilemais. Um, those are things which the Nefesh can relate to because it itself is part and parcel of that system. And therefore, these are the illuminations. This is the kind of thinking, this is the kind of um, uh, education which the Nefesh has to acquire in order to build up in itself a yearning and a desire for al to realize and recognize, number one, that things in and of themselves, physical matter in and of itself is meaningless, and that is the elukus within physical matter that's important. It's the elukus within the food. It's the elukus within the money or the business or whatever. And, and once this dawns on the nefshabamis, which is quite a job, to require a great deal of his bindness and thought, then there's going to be a, a yearning, a desire, not for the money itself, which is, you know, the whole economy of the world is based on people desiring things they don't need, number one. For the most part, things that they not only don't need, but they're not good for them. Um, that goes away. That, that's not what money's about. That's not what success is about. Success is about building another yeshiva. Success is about paying my yeshiva bills. Success is about feed, feeding my family, about giving tzedakah, about serving my creator. All of that, there's a holiness, there's possibility for a holiness in this. The person begins to, begins to see the various dimensions of physical life in this world in that way. That's a biur. The Nefshabamas has been mavar, it's been educated, it's, it's been refined. It's become a different person. It's become a, the man has become a bainini, the marshal. Something of this sort. <clears throat> okay, so here we are on page, on uh, the beginning of the line is, uh, so this is the uh, relationship, so the relationship in Nefesh is one of two ways. One, it reveals itself. It's not malubish, it's not concealed. It reveals itself, and that revelation inundates and is mahafech, the Nefesh is to holiness. That's one way. The other way, which is the desired way, which is the intended way, is that it becomes maluvish, it becomes intimately engaged with the Nefesh Abamas, speaks its language on its level. Um, and this then uh, causes the beer from bottom up, not top down. The first way is a top down way, the second way is bottom up. I wonder I can't see. And therefore, through this Islapshus, the Nefshabamas is Mavara. Oval. But if the Nefshel Kis were to reveal itself as it is, with an intense uh, revelation, uh, with intense and, and um, ample, uh, a huge intensity of or, which is Nefshabamas, uh, this is outside of its realm altogether. It's an or which Nefshabamas has no, uh, it doesn't, can't relate to at all. Even though such an intensity of revelation of the Nefshuk Elikis as it is, unimpeded and unenclothed, but as it is, will inundate the Nefshabamas, Nefshabamas will become perfect, it will become holy, it will become elevated in ways which it itself has not, does not, has not produced from, from, a, from top down. Uh, it will be, it will be uh, masakin, it will be purified and, and made holy. That's not really beer. This is, in a way, this, here, there are a number of complexities here. I, I have to admit right off the top that this next piece of Hasidus is extremely difficult. I find it uh, somewhat ambiguous. There are seeming contradictions and um, I, I, <laughs> I have to be honest with you, I, I have trouble with this, with this next, next section. I'll do the best I can. 
but um, it's not something that I have a firm grasp of. Uh, and I've spoken to colleagues who also don't have a firm grasp, so it makes me feel a little bit better, but it doesn't do you much good. So in a way, this is the Indian of Tshuva. What is Tshuva? Tshuva is a radical change. Tshuva is minakotzele kotze. Tshuva can happen in a second. Bira can't happen in a second. Bira takes time. It's a, it's a process of avoid. It's a process. It's, it is a lengthy in, engagement in uh, recognition, illumination, and self-development. Tshuva is like that. All of a sudden, a person has a hero. Tshuva could come milamai lamata, as it often does. Uh, there are times which are auspicious for this. The Sarasi made Tshuva Lamashal. Um, and there's a sudden light goes on, an intense light without the uh, effort and exertion of his bindingness, without the uh, development of, of comprehension. It happens. Shahu Bikinis Taikif Hispilus, Kis, This is, comes from Hispilus of the Nefshel Kis. Which suddenly has a tremendous ratza. It has a, uh, a huge uh, aliyah uh, and a tremendous response, tremendous uh, stimulus and excitement and um, advance. Venasa mitzad hametzer minarihuk. Okay, this is the nefshel kiss. This nefshel kiss. So how does that happen? How does the nefshel kiss all of a sudden flare up? It's not a bad lashon. It flares up. How does that happen? It happens because of a meitzer. Meitzer is a constriction, mitzrayim, meitzer. A constriction, which is a distancing constriction. It is far from God. It does not, it cannot navigate whatever straits are necessary to achieve a sense of divinity, to a hergish divinity, a, a, a perception of divinity. It feels trapped. It's like a a river which is flowing along at a nice pace. Someone blocks the river with a rock or dam or trees or whatever, and the water can't get through. It can maybe trickle through a little bit, but it can't get through. That is a mazer, and that distances the flow from its intended target. So what happens? The water builds up behind the blockage, builds up, it builds up, builds up, gets to a point where the constriction can no longer contain the tremendous force of the water, which is frustrated, shall we say, by not being able to fulfill its uh, mission in life, which is to travel down the river, the dam breaks, and all of a sudden there's a huge effulgence of water. Well, this is a huge effulgence of divinity, which is a product of that, of the, of the, of the Nefshel Kis being in a position in which it is unable to express itself. There's a mazer, there's a concealment, and there's a distance. And, and therefore there is a, eventually it comes to a point of uh, absolute, uh, a shvir of sorts, absolute explosion of intensity, and the, 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 the result is an energy far greater than would have happened if the river just kept going on its own. The spile of Zoys, how do you say that? Poil ben Efshabamas. This spile of the Nefshel Kis of Tshuva is automatically results in his spile of Nefshabamas. Shemes hafech by Etzamahusoy, which now is not Mavar in the sense that it has now been 
worked with to the extent where the holiness within is now available and revealed, it suddenly becomes mamish, it's mahafech, it goes from mirakotza to elakotza. This is his hapcha, this is not a skafia. It becomes totally, completely uh, inundated by, hangs on to the gartle of the nefeshel de kis, becomes inundated by the nefeshel de kis, and it, re- it receives this tremendous aliyah. It's no longer what it was before. It's changed because of the intensity of this, of this tremendous light. You do it. is explained elsewhere. This is not called Birur. Not called Birur of Nefshabamis. Why? Because Nefshabamis really didn't play much of a role here. At least not a positive role. It may play, it played a very active, it played a very role. A, a, a very important role in that it is part of the mazer. It's part of the problem. Now all of a sudden it becomes uh, the, uh, attached to the solution. Why? Because in this case uh, of tshuva, which is from nefshelikis, the the uh, nefshabamis became uh, had this tremendous effulgence. But it wasn't, uh, it, it didn't stimulate itself. It's, a, it's an excitement, it's enthusiasm, it's love, it's craving to ascend. It's ratzoi, is not a product of its own making, it's a product of being inundated by the ratzoi of this, of this nefshel kiss. Same kind of story as what we mentioned before. Rather, it becomes totally inundated, negated, automatically, uh, with, in connection to this tremendous espilus of the nefeshel kiss. So the active role here isn't, is entirely nefeshel kiss. The nefeshel bomb simply receives. It's not, it is not an active bearer which involves the engagement of the nefeshel bomb. Nefeshel bomb isn't engaged in the, in the ratzai. The nefeshel bomb, as I say, the nefeshel bomb is engaged in causing the problem, but it is not actively engaged in the the, the solution that uh, that follows. Um, uh, there is, of course, there are different types of tshuva. There are different levels of tshuva. Uh, this is a tshuva. This is a nefshal kis. This is tshuva of nefshabamis. There's the inya of mari dechushbana. Mari dechushbana is a master of accounts. Someone who sits at night and with his Kriya Shema Shalmita and, and begins to look at himself with a critical eye, with an objective eye, uh, brings himself around. Um, Likewise, there's a tshuva which comes in connection with the Nefesh itself, which the Nefesh is produces the tshuva, produces the, the stimulus, the his artist, through its own uh, active thinking, let's say. This is a, a maser, uh, which is in the nefshabamis itself. It's not a maser necessarily for the nefshel kiss, but it's, there's a maser within the nefshabamis, let's say between seichel and midas. I mean, a person, alpi seichel anushi, understands very well, you know, that, that seichel anushi has been through Tanya every year, does chitas. Okay? And therefore, it's aware of, of the truth. It's aware of reality. It's aware of who it is. It has knowledge. It knows. It knows al-zelikus. It knows al-zdabar havai. It knows that clip is an illusion, that, that physicality in and of itself is meaningless, and that it's only the yearning and craving for Hashem is barach and the service of Hashem is barach, which have meaning and truth. It knows that. But um, heart is not, is not uh, open to it. There's a mezer, the throat, mezer hagar in the marshal. And he cannot connect that knowledge 
with emotion. A very simple example, you know, you have, uh, you, you go to your doctor and, and um, he, uh, he says, you know, you got to lose some weight. And, and he gives you all these reasons that he understands very well and explains to you what's going to happen, what's happening with your cholesterol, with your blood pressure, in a hair, one thing and another. And he, he convinces you. And, you. and not only he scares you too, he'll give you, if he's, a, <laughs> if he's like my doctor, he'll give you a good... Uh, um, and not really, he's, he's a very gentle man, but, but you know, it should be said in such a way that's going to make an impact on you. It's not simply scientific knowledge. And then you look at the guy and he himself is overweight and he knows it, he knows it well enough to teach you and to tell you, he tells you things you don't really know necessarily. And he himself can't withhold from that uh, chocolate ice cream or from that, that piece of kugel or whatever. Um, and he would be very, he could easily sit down in front of a mirror, give himself, himself the same lecture he gave you. Not going to work. Because there is a disconnect. It's a disconnect between the, what, the seichel, the mind, and, and the heart, the source of, source of Midas. Uh, so this is a mitzvah within the Nefshabamis itself. You don't have to just necessarily apply only to holy things. It applies to the fact that human the people are constantly in trouble. Not because they don't know better, but because their knowledge does not guide their, their feelings, and their feelings therefore produce actions which are not in accordance with Seichel. That's a mazer of Nefshabamas. But so, so what happens is that the same story, that the, the Nefshel Kis is concealed or in some way held back from uh, expressing uh, its passion for divinity, its, its feeling for divinity. Nefshabamis is the same story. So he learns Hasidus till he's blue in the face. He sits and he's misbainen and, and nothing is happening and he looks at himself and he makes a hejman for himself and he's, he's so frustrated and he's so upset and he's so agitated because <clears throat> it's not his daily normal uh, avoda, shall we say, He's not doing anything. He's not getting anywhere. And he reaches a point where there's a sphere of sorts. The dam breaks. And he is relieved. He comes to a state of tshuva. explained elsewhere. And he cries out. Who's crying? The Nefshabamis is crying out. The Jewish people cried from the avoid, who cried? The body cried. The, the, they themselves cried. Viazak, they, 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 I'm sorry, they um, didn't cry. Um, they groaned from the avoider, and they cried. This is the crying of the body from this tremendous avoider which is put on them, this barrier, this, this restrictive position of being a slave who's driven by a master. Uh, and there's this, this uh, cry which, which bursts forth. was explained elsewhere. Similarly, Yesh Baruchnius, Sakas and Nefshabamis Atzmai, the same way. The Nefshabamis uh, cries out from the, the burden of, of its Aveda, which is not productive, which is not truthful, which is not real. It's a slave. A person becomes a slave, and he knows it. He becomes a slave to the world in which he lives. And eventually this builds up to a point where he suddenly can't take it anymore and he cries out, this is the beginning of tshuva, this is the start of tshuva. The Kamai Mayim Tachtoinim Boichen, for example, is expressed in Zoyer. Mayim Tachtoinim Boichen, the lower waters cry. They're crying, lower waters are crying. The Mayim Tachtoinim Hainu, Ma Shenofel, Benefeil Beshviras, I'm sorry, Beshvira, Beshviras Hakelim Zatoyu. What happens? You have 
a world of unity. Then suddenly comes, you have unity, you have or in Saif. Comes Oilem Atoyu, there's a mismatch between Caleb and Or, it's a whole story in and of itself. And because of the intensity of the Or and the restrictiveness, the excessive restrictiveness and the inflexibility of the Gvul, of the, of the Caleb, there's a shattering, there's a Shvira. And that Shvira results in a a falling, a chaotic situation in which sparks of Kedusha no longer mutable with their source and they become um, uh, isolated as it were and they fall as it were through Seder Ishtalshlis and they become incorporated in the, ultimately in the various dimensions which make up the physical world, uh, which is think about it for a minute, our world the problem of this world um, is not evil so much well, plenty of evil, no question but it's chaotic. It's absolute chaos. It's uninterpretable. It makes no sense. You can't connect dots. There are no dots to connect because the truth is scattered and shattered all over the place. It's like taking a word, Baruch Shomar, taking an expression, Baruch Shomar, cutting out all the letters and scattering them on the table. Well, you have the same number of letters as you did when they were put together in Baruch Shomar. The only problem is they're detached. They're separated. They're, they have to be... Mavar, they have to be isolated, have to be identified and put back into place. That meaning has to be, they have to find their meaning. Um, this would be like the Nitzutzais of this world, They're all over the place. There's sparks of holiness, there's sparks of duty. Nothing can exist without its ultimate source, which is Kedusha, spark of Kedusha. Uh, the problem is that the Kedusha is concealed and it's hidden, and therefore the object in which it's concealed and hidden, since it does not reflect that Kedusha, it does not reveal the Kedusha, let us say. So therefore, it's an independent entity. It's a double bifneatzma. It lives in and of itself. And one looks at it, makes a mistake, and says, you know something? That rock's a rock. It's nothing more than a rock. No. It's a lot more than a rock. We know from Shari Yechud Vamuna, which quotes the Arizal, every rock has a nefesh. There's the Devar Havai. There's the living, palpable reality of Kedusha, which that rock is concealing. Well, that rock, ultimately, that bit of Kedusha, which... Is the word rock came from Shvir Noel in which everything came out in this disordered fashion. This disordered fashion will not support a, a, a Kedusha, a revelation of Kedusha. The same way all those letters of Brok Shamar, they will not support the meaning of Brok Shamar, even though each individual letter contributed to it when it was strung together as a, an expression. They have to be mavar in order to capture the light of truth which they were designed to reveal to begin with, which means a beer. That scat- those letters scattered all over the table have to be mavar. And these sparks then ultimately find themselves and they produce physical entities, which is the concealment which, in which they are embedded. <clears throat> so the Amayim Tachtoinim would be this Kedusha, these sparks, Mamish, which are, uh, were, Amayim Tachtoinim, Mayim Elyonim was one thing, and now Mayim Tachtoinim is a dimension of Kedusha which has become separated, which has become isolated, which has become concealed and hidden within the physical realm. Um, and they themselves cry out. The world itself cries out. Again, it's an interesting subject. We think it's poetic license. It's not poetic license. You know, you look in Hayoim uh, Yoim, a person is uh, walking down the street uh, and he's thinking Narishkeit. Well, let's assume it's at least not bad things. He's thinking Narishkeit. The stones on the street will cry out to him in their own language. 
Balak, you boor that you are. Why are you walking on me? I should be walking on you. Here's in a position, he's walking down the street. There is Kedusha under his feet, hidden, concealed, buried as Natsutsais in the rocks and stones of the street. He is in a position to bring meaning to those stones, to bring the, the reason for which those sparks are there into reality, which is that the street supports a Jew, a Jewish neshama, who is reciting Tilmus, which binds him to his creator, which binds him to Torah, which binds him to Elucos, and therefore binds the street along with him. That's what he's walking down the street for, for no other reason. He may think he's going to buy a newspaper, or he may think he's, you know, he, he's going to work. He is really there for those stones. That's the inner that he is to bring out to them, offer them away a, a, a relief, the sparks of holiness, to reveal the same thing in truth of a chila person eats, he thinks he's eating, uh, because, uh, you know, it's, uh, the sushi is just fantastic. You go to a, a bar mitzvah, a wedding, oh, sushi is nothing like sushi. That sushi is kedusha, there's kedusha hidden in there. On the strength of that sushi, he can, he'll say kriyashma. He'll live, he'll live as a Jew, he'll, he'll, he'll he will, it becomes critical for him, the food, for reasons that it allows him to be bavar himself and ascend to his creator through his avayda. That's the whole point. And the ma'am tachtonin themselves cry, the world is crying for redemption. You've heard this before. We've all heard this before. This gives us a very um, immediate sense of what that means. The world is crying for redemption. The whole world is divinity trapped, as it were. Uh, and redemption is the world becomes a dear of Tachtoin and Mamish. Oh. They're crying out. The sparks are crying. We want to stand. We want to be before the king. Here, they're lost, they're in Gaulus, they're in the desert, they're in the Oilam Aklip of Sitra They want to be before the king, which is where they began life. Um, that is require a, a beer. The Nitsutsais themselves are crying. Um, one has to have an ear for this. Similarly, so we have the same story. I mean, what is the Guf and Efshabamis? It's the same situation. It's Klippus Neuge. It has a Nitzutz of Kedusha within it, which is begging to express itself, which is begging to, to, to be, to be real. Um, you know, uh, everything has its lesson in Chassidus. Everything, everything. Uh, many of the Shtusen that I was exposed to as a kid um, there's a little something there. Often there's something there, a little bit of insight uh, in them. Cartoons. Uh, I used to watch cartoons every Sunday morning for hours. I spent my Sunday morning. Pinocchio. Pinocchio began as a, as a kid's story, a child's story, probably written over 100 years ago, made into a movie by Walt Disney uh, about a carpenter who wants a child. So he's not married, so what does he do? He makes himself a puppet, and the puppet more or less becomes animate and comes to life. And Pinocchio the puppet becomes Geppetto the carpenter's child of sorts, surrogate child or, or stand-in for a child. And it goes through the adventures of Pinocchio, how he eventually learns things about life, and he's a mavar himself, Pinocchio. At the end of the day, this piece of wood uh, takes on values, 
he becomes menschlich. And then at the end of the story, at the end of the cartoon, he, and it was, I want to be a real boy. He wants to be a real boy. Um, at the end of the story, he's reached a level of Veda, but he becomes a real boy. He's now, that's what he was made for. That's who he really is. He's now become, he's changed himself. to He's no longer a block of wood. Now he's living flesh. He's a human being. He's a real boy. It's a beautiful muscle for the concept of, uh, of, of Birur. Mind you, most people in the world today, unfortunately, are happy being wooden puppets. It's, uh, it's easy. No, no problems. But this idea of becoming alive, the life within is the tzitnitzutz, the life within is the kedusha uh, of the holiness which is there. Make that the reality. Let me be a real boy. Let me be a real, what I'm made for. What I'm made for is the, to be connected with and serve my maker and to make a dear of Taktain for him and all my affairs within Gashmias. Okay. The Nefshabamas then cries out. From what? From the good within it. Again, Nefshabamas klipas noiga. It's not shoulders klipas tameas, and it has a nitzutz. It has good within it. And that good cries out. This is also called birah because it comes from within. It comes from the Nefshabamas. It's not something which has been imposed by some divine revelation from above, but rather through effort and, and exertion from within. Um, I just lost my place. Uh, where oh, yeah. Um, so there's a, a, some, a parallel situation, obviously not the same thing, parallel situation among the great Sadiqim, who's avoided of Avarabah, Avatainugim, which is not within the capability of any ordinary person. It cannot be reached to avoid. It's a gift milamila. The bechinus ribui gili or benafshay in a way of tremendous or and gili in the nafshay. Well, you can imagine what that gili of avarab and avatainugim do to eat. the tzaddik. Also has to have an efshvamis. He's alive after all. He's got a body. He's got to eat and sleep and drink like everybody else. He has a physical body, but the physical body has been inundated by the kedusha of this nefshalukis by the, the kedusha. Of this avoid of Ava Rabba, Ava Batainugam, and therefore it's it's Kaddish Bidarch Mamela. Shain Zem is bottle Mamela Hanefshabamas Kanal. In this way, I'm doing Rebu Yuli or Benafshai. Vaidei Zem is bottle Mamela. In this way, the Nefshabamas becomes Bittle Mamela. Why? The Nefshal Kiss is involved in Ava Tanugim, Ava Batainugim, Ava Rabba. The Nefshabamas is just. Sucked up, subsumed within that intense ore. Ain't a beer? A nefshabamis? Not a beer of It is an imposition of holiness on the nefshabamis. Nefshabamis is converted completely and totally to Kedusha, not by its own efforts and, and exertion, but rather because Kedusha has been brought close to it. Kia mashim is bottled in Mitzius. It becomes bottled in Mitzius in this way. In Hashem, we shall continue next week.